0: Hi, this is Benjamin Light.
1: And this is Marco Sparks.
0: And welcome to another episode of Greedo Shot First, podcast for Star Wars fans who don't like Star Wars fans. Uh, this is episode 30. We've done 30 of these somehow. Wow. And we've got some stuff to talk about. Comic Con just happened. And we got not a trailer, but a behind the scenes reel. Uh, there is a panel discussion, also some news about another one of the anthology films. So, yeah, we got lots of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. let's just kick it off what'd you think of the uh the behind the scenes reel
1: uh, i don't know have enough uh adjectives to describe how much i loved it um felt like falling in love again i mean that was was amazing i mean they didn't need a whole lot of footage that's all you need you just need i like mean there's a little
2: there's, twinge there's nostalgia there's definitely
0: there. little things here and there we haven't seen you know yeah. like parts of the movie that have we haven't seen in the trailer but yeah definitely didn't give away a ton either
1: yeah um, I would say after watching it just again before it recorded, don't you think 100% uh, Daisy Ridley is Han's daughter?
0: Well, the there's an interesting detail that could argue against that, which okay. is that I mean, I I would say that I, I've always thought she was Han and Leia's daughter ever since they cast her. But when during the panel, um, there's a some fan got up and asked kind of like an awkward question about why aren't there any Asians in the movie? Okay. Um, And so JJ basically responded by saying that, you know, diversity is very important to them. And he said that the, the the characters of Finn and Ray, you know, who John boy again, Daisy Ridley ended up being cast as, so those were open to, you know, all races. Uh, They weren't casting for any specific type of person for that role. Mm. So that, you know, if, if, it would have been possible for say like an Asian Ray or a a black Ray or an Indian Ray. Like does, you know, how, how could that still be Han and Leah's daughter if that were the case? It could maybe still be Luke's daughter. You know, Luke could have like, you know, married someone of a different race. It could
1: still be Han's daughter and Leia may not be the mother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or vice versa. But that, that makes people question, you know, is if that's true, then it seems like Ray can't be Han and Leia's daughter unless she's like adopted or something. Um, I think
1: we're going to find out in the prequel movie that Hansa was, you know, racially pretty cool.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It. I don't think he would lie about something like that. That's a little dicey territory, like lying to misdirect people, mm-hmm. you know, like basically lying like, Oh yeah, that that was open to any race Actually, action. To, we, to we which a the, white
1: girl. the assholes yeah. are like, rrr, 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 John Harrison. Rrr, rrr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery box.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I
1: don't... We'll kick off that tangent. Did they address this whole like Donnie Yen rumor at all on the panel?
0: No, nobody talked about that. Oh, the the most awkward part of the panel was um, some fan got up and asked about Darth Plagueis, <sighs> and. Lawrence Katzen basically responded by being like, who? Darth Vegas? Ha, ha, ha. Like, and it was people are debating whether or not he didn't know who Darth Plagueis was or if he was just fucking with the person. Right. Um, And then JJ stepped in and he was just like, well, you know, obviously we're we're not going to be answering any kind of questions about the story, but no. Uh, And so, of course, still him saying no to Plagueis, people are like, well, he's lying. Obviously, Plagueis is in the movie because uh, they don't believe anything he says. Oh god.
1: But <laughs> I just want one of these times I want JJ Abrams to be like, oh, your your question is insightful, it has a very funny answer. It's security, get yeah. that man out of here now.
0: Yeah, it sounded super awkward. Just Make the whole, it hurt. The whole interchange there, the the play, like the I don't know why they even let fans ask questions. They ask the dumbest fucking questions.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what we have a podcast about.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Uh, but the real, yeah, I mean, you start off with all those shots of the like the clapboards there, mm-hmm. starting different scenes, desert, Millennium Falcon hallway. There's a lot, a well, couple it was,
1: of. It was a great transition from like uh, concept art to like models to the mm-hmm. actual, you like know, burning Tie real, fighter in the desert, the real thing, the practical sets and effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: well, the um, there's a lot of shots of. I'm going to guess this is like. A star destroyer hallway or something like a lot of shots where it's like this kind of like blue lighting mm-hmm. um i don't know what that is exactly but it's, a, it's, it's like the mechanical base. you know metal walls and whatnot i'm guessing this is either like the base or, or the, like the star destroyer or something like that but a lot of stuff like that
1: the top secret base
0: star killer base yeah which we learned from don Galison. he's the general general hux a so star killer base who it's like he like, as soon as he said that, he's like, oh, am I not supposed to say that? And people are trying to determine whether or not that made JJ super angry or not. That that was revealed. Um, it's Starkiller base, obviously a callback to Luke Starkiller, the original name for Luke um, or Anakin Starkiller. Is it is Starkiller base kind of like a death star? Does it kill stars? Um,
2: hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So is it like a, a death to stars? um yeah I, I love this shot of general hux that they have or this promotional picture it doesn't even look like Donald gleason and i i consider that to be a compliment um he looks very very sinister very nefarious
0: before i like like about a week before the comic con thing there's some some you know random person on like indb or reddit or whoever like you know claim to have like knowledge um most of their knowledge is about how like all the like practical like uh creature design people were pissed off mm. uh and the movie wasn't going to be any good you know it's one of those like you know negative rumors that always gets traction mm-hmm. uh, but one of their things they said was that uh, donald gleason is playing a, a grand moth tarkin clone which yeah, is clearly just... not the case is these general hucks so that rumor goes in the round file
1: I was just gonna. Well, I mean, maybe you have a different names. I was just gonna say for all of these like photos on Google, whenever I do random search, where it's like, here's a side by side photo of like Donald Gleason, like mm-hmm. of, uh, like sideswept bangs, and here's a photo of uh, Mark Hamill from the '70s, and obviously they're related. I think like in this photo, to me, he looks a lot like Peter Cushing. Like, like I mean, you might as well start the rumor that he's like uh, Grandma Tarkin's like great grandson or something.
0: Oh, those rumors are already out there. Yeah. Oh, good. No, the hey rumor God. is that he's literally Tarkin's clone. Um, I don't think that's the case. Of mm-hmm. course, even even them saying he's General Hux, people are like, well, that's just they're covering up the fact that he's a Tarkin clone. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Uh, well, this,
1: will this, like, whatever this mania, whatever this, like, uh, undiagnosed disorder in these people's brains, will it continue, mm-hmm. like, as they're physically watching the movie in the theater?
0: Yes. <laughs> There's like this weird shot of it's like this kind of like petite model like lounging on this like giant weird alien guy, mm-hmm. you know. From the start, like she she has like almost like this weird geometric like court jester outfit on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'd Like to know what that's about. <laughs> but yeah, the the transitions of that like burnt tie with the uh, the red markings. That's a, a first order tie fighter. I think there was like a, a Hasbro toy that got revealed.
1: So um, that is probably on the other side of whatever uh John Boyega is looking at in the first teaser that's what I'm gonna guess
0: yeah yeah I'm gonna guess if the camera pans around we'd see this crash tie but yeah it's really cool to see it go from like this neat concept art painting to like a kind of somewhat rudimentary model to like a close-up I'm assuming of like a real prop and then like this big wide shot of just like this burning tie and this like uh like skid you know burning like trench behind it from where it landed
1: well i thought the video had a nice like theme that all this is like it's it's vibrating out of that happy part of your imagination into reality and it's 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 tactile soon Well it it felt like
0: star wars i mean we've all seen making of of the original movies where it's there's something about seeing all like the kind of neat animatronics and creature effects and how they do stuff that's it's just more interesting than like a lot of green screen um
1: which Speaking of which, just a side note, if you ever need a good laugh, go watch the, uh, uh, what's his name, it plays Chewie, like him delivering oh, the Peter original Mayhew. Chewbacca yeah, yeah. dialogue. <laughs> that old man's bonkers.
0: <laughs> so, obviously, there's a certain segment of the Star Wars fan base who's I don't know what to call them, like prequel first people or whatever. Um, they're all very upset at the supposed like slights and slings and insults against uh, the prequels by the this real kind of really hyping, the practical effects and the real sets.
1: These people are making me hate the prequels. And obviously, if you listen to the podcast, that's not where I came from originally.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just I don't think they are realistic about kind of the public perception of the prequels. And also I don't like it's not like JJ and Company are coming out and like taking a dump on the prequels. They're right. just saying like, "Hey, we really love the original movies. This is what inspired us." Like, I mean, they're they're trying to be as nice as possible about it basically.
1: They are literally responding to the most vocal of <laughs> fan mm-hmm. <laughs> like like criticism of those three movies. Wow. And I and I I sit there and I ponder like, am I am I defending the original trilogy more because it was my thing initially as a kid and the prequels came later and some of these misguided youth, like the prequels were their initial thing. But I think, no, like go watch the six movies. Mm-hmm. Like as much as I enjoy the prequels, especially certain aspects of them, the first three movies are by and large astronomically better.
0: Well, you yeah, know, I was listening to a, a podcast. I can't remember which one it was probably those assholes on making stars. Um, and they were talking about how like the the, it's just this small vocal minority that say like didn't like the special edition changes and that Mm -hmm. because because if that wasn't the case then why would star wars be so popular and it's like i think if you were to somehow take a poll of all like star wars fans or you know just people on the planet Mm -hmm. they would probably all tell you that they like star wars they didn't necessarily like the changes that were made in the special editions or at least Mm -hmm. some of them like just because people still like Star Wars, like, they kind of accept the changes made in the special edition because they can't do anything else about it. Right. But it doesn't, like, that acceptance isn't necessarily approval.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, you can't go on and get, like, an... I, I,
0: like, who out there is, the is actually, like, no, Greedo should shoot first, besides us. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, like, who who actually thinks that? Who, who really argues that? Everyone is, like, kind of like, eh, you know, it's George oh, wants and- to change it, whatever.
1: And Star Wars and George Lucas are the face of this particular debate. This debate exists across the entire mm-hmm. medium of film, though, because, I mean, there's still the people who are like, how dare Spielberg put walkie-talkies <laughs> in those, those agents' hands. Well, he
0: went back and changed it again, didn't he? Did he? I think oh. he did. I think he realized, like, wow, that was stupid.
1: Uh, or did you just have to deal with a bunch of assholes on the message board complaining?
0: Yeah, I mean, is there anyone out there who's like, no, really, that Han and Java scene in A New Hope they added in that really adds to the movie? It doesn't at all. It's like it repeats everything that happened in the Greedo scene. Yeah, no one. I don't think anyone would like be in an uproar if they're like, yeah, we're just gonna cut that out.
2: Right, right. Um,
0: but yeah, so all this focus on practical effects and real sets and makes the, these you know prequel truthers super butt hurt because it's like they used a lot of sets in the you know Phantom Menace too. Which is true. They actually, I think, attack the clones in Revenge of the Sith were more, they, they used less of the, like, the real sets and whatnot. Well, they
1: like, filmed on real locations for Phantom Menace, too. They filmed in Italy for like the palace, a lot of the palace stuff in Naboo is a mm-hmm. real place. Um, I remember back when I was a teenager and obsessed with the prequels coming out that the, oh, somebody from the, the set design team was talking about how the casting of Liam Neeson was really busting their asses because <laughs> the sets were only so tall. Oh yeah. He cast yeah. this like over six foot tall actor, so the sets had to get even bigger. I mean, yeah, they use sets, but But I mean, I,
0: I think, you know, what, the thing that immediately comes to my mind is think of the scene where it's like Obi Wan and Mace Windu and Yoda and they're like walking through the Jedi Temple talking and like Yoda's floating on that thing. That's entirely green screen. Like there's no real set there. Right. And I think that's what that's what's in people's mind when they get annoyed thinking about the kind of like you know, artificiality of some of those prequel shots. I mean, you know, obviously, yeah, they went and shot in Tunisia. There's plenty of stuff that's like, that's obviously real sets and whatnot. And it looks good. You know, it, it has that, that thing that like our mind just knows it's real. Right. Uh, but when they're walking through the like Jedi temple and it's obvious that they're just in a green screen and everything's painted in behind them, it doesn't feel the same.
1: Well, I would say to me that, that the, the, where the uncounted Valley comes in the most with the prequels is jar jar in the first mm-hmm. movie um and i always think about that as opposed to like say the dinosaurs in the first jurassic park
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know like like well, the, the watching the, the actors video. eye lines yeah
0: yeah like well, watching really... it's like you can tell that like they were told to like stare at uh Ahmed sounds... best like, uh, like 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 a little helmet with the eyes on it at the top they're like look at there that's where his eyes are but it doesn't look like they're actually looking at someone in the eyes It looks like they're staring at something
1: well, and I think the actors are the the ones who have the most realistic uh, complaint about special effects <laughs> mm-hmm. because they had to stare at those tennis balls and emote to them.
2: Yeah,
0: and it's it's just not the same as actually being on a set or you know talking to to someone else.
1: Well, I mean, uh, just look at that uh, that behind the scenes photo of uh, uh, Hayden and Natalie and, and Neil McGregor on the the thing that's supposed to be the creature they ride in the arena. Oh yeah, it's yeah, the Attack of the Clones.
0: <laughs> well, and to me that's at some point it's like, you know, you want to push the envelope and effects and whatnot, but people, people writing fake animals is really hard to do. Right. And so at a certain point you have to decide, like, is it worth it to, to try, you know, like, are, are you sure you need to put in an extended sequence of somebody writing an animal if it's not going to look good? Like to me, that's, that's where the limitations can, it can help out sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't think there's anything wrong with hyping that they're actually like building like big real sets and shooting on location. I mean, some of this, it seems like the majority of the movie is not going to take place in like major urban environments.
1: Well, especially since uh, we talked about this when the first uh, uh, teaser came out it feels so much more present in the moment so much more I, I, I keep using the word tactile like so kinetic like mm-hmm. it would make sense to me that you would want to have these very real sets for these actors to freak out you know in the, in the ground up or whatever um, well
0: it, it makes me wonder like I are we going to see like Coruscant in this movie I don't mm-hmm. know we haven't seen anything that looks like it so far Right. Um, I think that by by the time of Revenge of the Sith, they'd finally gotten the effects of Coruscant down where it really did look like a real city. Like They mm-hmm. figured out how to do like the kind of diffuse lighting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it looked too crisp, I think, in the first two movies. But by, by Revenge of the Sith, they, they figured out how to make it look good. Um,
1: well, I, I would disagree, sir, because obviously in the first movie, Rick O'Leary was all the effects <laughs> you needed. The whole planet is one giant
0: Fucking Rick o Lee. That guy upsets me so much.
1: Um, we, is there an episode of this podcast where we don't say fucking Rick o Lee? <laughs> is that on the bingo card for Greedo Shoppers? He's
0: going to be the cool captain of the, the fighter pilots. He's so cool. Goddamn you, Rick o Lee.
1: I just want to know more about Captain Phasma.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, are we going to see an and kind of a bustling urban city in the prequels or i'm not sorry in the prequels uh in episode seven here in the force awakens i mean we've seen a desert we've seen snow planet we've seen what looks like the halls of like a star destroyer or something Mm -hmm. um there's some you know obviously we know they shot at that one uh like old military base or whatever the greenham commons
1: which looks like it was uh for like exterior of like a
0: like Rebel Base or something. Yeah. Um, um, but we haven't we don't know if they actually like do they go to like a big city in, in the Star Wars galaxy or will know. they be
1: creating one. Yeah, I mean like it would make sense to me. I could I could, I could see where the story happens just on the fringes, you know, mm-hmm. and then like the next like episode eight, maybe you start to see the interior of the, of the these systems and what have you. Um But yeah, it, since we're not just shitting on the effects of the prequels, like I walked out of seeing uh, episode two four times in 24 <laughs> hours when they first came out had no idea that those weren't actual guys in stormtrooper you know oh, yeah. clone trooper outfits like i read that later and i was blown away because they look so good to me
0: they did look good but i can also see how
1: i mean you knew that some were obviously but
0: like well, i can see how if if you want if like if you really want to kind of get the best verisimilitude and like have your actors acting against people mm-hmm. rather than you know tennis balls. I mean, I I don't know. Would it cost more to make the uniforms and have the extras? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what like the cost benefit is, but obviously they decided that they wanted to do as much real as possible, and I, I think it's definitely going to help their performances out.
1: Does, does ILM hand out like coupons? All right. So for one Stormtrooper, that's uh, that's a thousand dollars. For five, it goes down to nine hundred. You throw in fifty. Mm-hmm. It's eight fifty. I
0: mean, I, I'm sure that there's probably, you know, potentially some wide shots in the Force Awakens that have some, like, you know, CGI stormtroopers in the background. Right. right. Like, if there if there is like a big parade shot, it's a good chance that they're not all real. But right. I don't I don't see a a problem in making actual you know suits of armor for up close and personal shots. I think it'll you know it's like why I don't know like why bother doing that as a computer effect.
1: Well, and and. In- wasn't it Revenge of the Sith when uh, Anakin and, and Palpatine go to the opera? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of that was CGI, like the, the people and other booths. But a lot of it was just real, like uh, George Lucas's little cameo there. Like, you know, it's a tiny little thing, but they, they did film that and then just mm-hmm. insert it super small in there. So I read that uh, Adam Driver didn't say a whole lot at the panel.
0: <laughs> no, he he definitely looked like, like this was not his scene you know
1: so i'm looking at the the picture so it looks like we got Gwendolyn christie domino gleason adam driver oh yeah i,
0: I can tell you what the, what they did is they okay. you know jj and, and kathleen kennedy came out and Lawrence cast in and then they brought out the the new big three oscar isaac uh daisy ridley and john boyega then they brought out the villains mm-hmm. so that was domino gleason Gwendolyn christie and adam driver and then One at a time, they brought out first, I think it was Carrie Fisher, then Mark Hamill, and then finally Harrison Ford, who, like, brought the house down. Mm. And people are just like, oh, my God, he's actually smiling. He must really like this
2: movie.
0: (laughs) I'm amazed I got him out. I mean, he, like, he crashed a plane last time, so he didn't have to come to Celebration. (laughs) <laughs>
1: like like there should be a whole like uh like review website where they just review films based on like the rictus of harrison <laughs> ford's face
0: yeah adam driver definitely seemed like i mean i think it's probably a combination of like nerd culture not really being his scene um nervousness probably this he's never like been involved in something this crazy huge before mm-hmm. like with like seven thousand people watching him and also i think like he's not supposed to say anything and so, like, he kind of, like, mumbled some stuff about how...
1: Also, he's probably not used to the sunlight.
0: Yeah. He, he mumbled some stuff about how this is, you know, there's villains who are just pure evil, and there's villains who think that they're they're in the right. And, you know, he thinks his character, Kylo Ren, falls into that second camp. He's kind of like a righteous person who doesn't think he's evil.
1: And then there's villains who are fanboys. You cretins.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so... I I don't know. I mean, I I I'm guessing that Adam Driver is going to stick around. I don't think this is going to be his only movie. Uh, I don't I don't know for sure. I don't I don't know the spoilers on that, but
1: especially if he's Daisy Ridley's brother.
0: Yeah, if it's something like that. I mean, so maybe he'll get a little more used to like dealing with this sort of madness. I mean, I could see from his perspective how it's got to be pretty fucking weird.
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt. Okay.
0: And, and you know, you're nervous not to say anything that, like, J.J.'s going to, like, you know, there's, like, a sniper up in the rafters, like, waiting to shoot you if you start to give away too much.
1: <laughs> I'm always fascinated whenever you hear these jokes, like, uh, like the Marvel people, too. Mm-hmm. They always make the jokes. I can't say anything because the sniper or whatever will, will shoot me any moment. But it's, like, I'm always fascinated, like, who is the mastermind? Like, who controls the <laughs> thing? In the Star Wars, obviously, now it's J.J. Abrams. He's the Hitler of all this. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess it's Kevin Feige. Kevin the, Fate,
2: yeah. I yeah, think that's definitely.
1: one of the things too. For uh, but obviously we're going to shit on the uh, the DC comics movies. We're going <laughs> to have to do that. But like, there is no public mastermind to that bullshit. I guess it's just Zack Snyder, but it doesn't seem yeah, like Zack it really Snyder.
0: Is. <laughs> that's the problem.
1: Yeah, they need like a Kevin Feige. I think you know they like cause, do. like Joss Whedon. Yeah, Joss Whedon. was always hyped as like not just the director of the Avengers, the talent, like creative guy who would come in and like do the rewrites on the other Marvel movies or whatever. Really just to make sure that they juiced with the Avengers. But, like, they don't have that with DC. I guess it's like Jeff Johns, which...
0: um, We can get into Star Wars as a brain trust in a bit.
1: But my last thing, too, is, like, so all the people who complain that, like, why isn't Luke the the forefront of the old trio? It's like, look at the reaction on Solo God.
0: Well, I mean... Yeah, number one, it's Han Solo. I know we didn't, we hadn't seen him at Celebration. So there's like a bigger buildup. And, you know, it's Harrison Ford. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I said on this podcast before that Han Solo is the coolest character ever invented, like ever. And I stand by that. Hmm. Uh, we, which we can talk about that in a little bit. But getting back to the real, um, there's a cool shot of the Stormtrooper leading kind of like a beat up looking Oscar Isaac. Oh, I through love, a hallway, I Oscar love, Isaac he looks so different. I notice yeah. in in this, like his and maybe it's like the hair and like he's unshaven, like he, you know, I I saw him in like Ex Machina. I've seen some of Inside Lewin Davis. Like he definitely looks like a totally different person here.
1: I love I love that pan behind the scenes mm-hmm. shot of the 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 crew filming, and then to the action of that set.
0: Yeah, it, it that that shot looks like a very JJ shot. Mm. Of the camera kind of like camera going one way as the uh
1: actors are going another way actors yeah, it's, like it's, turn down a hallway another straight way out of the pilot of lost yeah mm-hmm. um also John Boyega his actual voice is very imperial British
0: I, I I really I would love to hear some dialogue of these characters in the movie like I still it's like John Boyega and Daisy Ridley are they using their accents are they are they speaking with a kind of like an American accent don't know very curious um I mean, if if I had to predict, I'd say I predict that John Boyega speaks an American accent and Daisy Ridley really doesn't. But interesting. Who knows. Oh, do you notice a uh, three people's arm? Got a red arm.
1: Oh, is it a red arm? I didn't see that. I well, was I, it, I it, there's the, like
0: a toy leak that leaked that was like the super shiny red, but this one's like much more like a dark matte red.
1: Interesting. I love the uh, the shot of BB-8 looking around the corner of the Falcon.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a great shot. That was in one of the trailers, but okay, yeah, it's yeah. still it's still a. I mean, that's that's exactly what you look for in a, a little animatronic or mechanical character is for it to have personality. Mm-hmm. And that definitely like you you instantly like I think that BB-8 is going to be a huge hit. I think it it seems like it has a, a personality and like a sentience to it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is, you know, that's what Archie had back in the day. Right. But yeah, we see they're shooting on film in the desert. I'm just looking through IO9 it has like screen caps of everything here pretty much.
1: You've been here before, but you don't know this story. Nothing's changed, really. I mean, everything's changed, but nothing's changed.
0: Yeah, the audio for Mark Hamill there sounded weird. I don't know. It was like poor, poor quality audio. But yeah, man. Yeah, we see them filming in, what was this, Abu Dhabi? So that's mm-hmm. where it was, right? I think so. Yeah, or out you know, near Abu Dhabi. Um, this cool shot of, I don't know if this is actually Daisy Ridley and John Boyega, or like their stunt doubles, because they're not in costume. They're running out to in the middle of the desert and then like something explodes in front of them Mm -hmm. pretty crazy the big ass explosion and for i mean mean, would they let them get that quickly like that's got to be their stunt doubles right i mean they get pretty close to that explosion
1: well just for that to be like some kind of test alone is fascinating i think
0: well and i mean that's that's just the difference between putting in a CGI explosion and, and doing a real one. Mm-hmm. There's there's some reactions that can't be faked.
1: And non non-leak set photos, you do see uh, Leia's outfit, Carrie Fisher's outfit, which I think is cool.
0: Yeah. Well, we get, um, we see Kylo Ren, you know, one of the rare green screen shots here. We do see Kylo Ren, like, walking down the ramp mm-hmm. with, on some, like, Stormtrooper transport or something like that. How does he have, like, so he's coming down, I'm looking at the screenshot here, he's coming down this ramp, we can see there's stormtroopers behind him come down the ramp, but there's already troopers, like, set up outside, like, how well, do those probably, guys get there?
1: They're probably clearing the area for him.
0: But, like, it seems like the ramp just opened. I don't know. I'm curious. Oh, so. I always wondered, like, in these, like, fancy Imperial, like, you know, entrances that they do, mm-hmm. like, how do they get the troopers already, already down? Maybe they come out first, and they, like, close the ramp back up and they open it again. So that rank oh, can make his grand entrance.
2: It's
1: like some kind of, you know, military formation. I don't mm-hmm. know if the, the flanking uh, uh protocols. Um I like the stormtrooper with the uh flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's my new hero. I hope he has a name and a toy soon.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I mean there's definitely I know there's there's a regular new forced order troopers, there's snow troopers and then flametroopers.
1: I feel like flametrooper just became easily five hundred people's new screen name somewhere. <laughs>
0: Oh, we saw Simon Pegg. He was apparently in Abu Dhabi.
1: He's burning for Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Peter Mayhew makes some comment about doing things the, the old way, and people are like, oh, shit, he's, like, insulting Lucas, which, whatever.
1: I would think that he's also, like, praising Lucas in a way, too. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, Lucas invented that to begin with. Yeah. There's yeah, a so shot of him so next. who
1: are like criticizing the adaptability of filmmakers. So.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a shot of him next to a woman in the the Falcon. Isn't Daisy really? It maybe it's Daisy Ridley. I mean, it's hard to tell because she's looking down, so you can't really no, see. It. You know,
1: it doesn't look like her. It could be like her script supervisor or something. Well, and she's in like a hoodie,
0: which yeah. I I'll be surprised if that's like her her costume, because you know Peter Mayhew's in costume is Chewy there. Like if Daisy Ridley shows up in a hoodie at some point, that's going to be interesting.
1: No, you know you're right. I, I at first when the video played, I thought it was Daisy Ridley, but I think it's probably just somebody on the crew. It's probably somebody just helping him, you know, learn his lines.
2: Hmm.
0: <laughs> well, I like that they they edited in like like a chewy noise when he like yawns or, or like does something with his mouth. Was there.
1: he doing that himself, or are they editing it in?
0: I think they edited it in. I could be wrong. Maybe he maybe he brings his own chewy sound effects to the table, but that was the impression i got watching is that they they very cleverly edited in some like chewy noises with peter mayhew but
1: well, this is classic like, the next one like, you get the shot of the guy with like the prosthetic alien head on and you see mm-hmm. like his eye holes through that piece
0: yeah yeah there's lots of cool shots of like you know like the creature team i guess mm-hmm. uh them painting helmets and whatnot we see like simon pegg in costume he's Looks like he's gonna have like a an alien head on. He's he's gonna be some background character, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that was the deal. It was yeah, just, just like, cameoing, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, just let let me you know let me be anonymous alien in the background.
1: Well, like those two guys who play the stormtroopers who talk about how they can die mm-hmm.
0: happy now. Yeah. Uh, we see the there's like a, a little person in a gonk droid there with mm-hmm. the top of it off. I mean, that that looks excellent. I love that they're they're bringing back the gonk droid. It's like mm-hmm. the the dumbest design in all of Star Wars, but they're they're going with it.
1: <laughs> that and uh they're very similar to the little the little I, I assume they're like little trash can droids on the Imperial. Oh ships. The, the mouse droids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really intrigued by the, the next one, the the guy with the red Oh that guy's cool and they even yeah. put in
0: like a weird sound effect when he opens his mouth. Yeah. Like yeah. weird alien noise. Yeah, that guy looks cool. It's I, I'm wondering, is that supposed to be a helmet or is that supposed to be his body?
1: Yeah, really. I would I mean, think helmet of some kind one of the things I read far. is
0: that a, a lot of the stuff that they're doing, you know, obviously these are all practical, but they're they're using CGI to enhance their various creature effects and other things they're doing. It's not like they're not using CGI on the movie, but they're they're just going to kind of use it more intelligently hopefully. So they may use some CGI to kind of like minorly alter some of these looks to make them look just a little bit better. Mm. Like I was reading um in Gone Girl, David Fincher like didn't like the way rosamund pike's wig looked in some scenes (laughs) and so he like he just had like them like go in and cgi and like touch it up which is insane and you would you would never know he did that
1: right but also that's fincher i mean fincher who Mm -hmm. created a whole new like uh like system so that he could edit the lighting in Mm -hmm. footage for uh, a panic room in post
0: yeah but i mean that that's the kind of effect that it's happening you may not even know it like the the this like red dude here he may have some like subtle cgi added to him to maybe make it look more organic rather than a helmet and we don't know
1: but also like my other pointless uh film trivia from can hardly wait which was initially a, an r-rated movie and then they had to go back and edit out all the alcohol paraphernalia mm-hmm. and that's why like one guy has a balloon in the background of oh, nice. it because it was yeah. like a was like a beer bong
0: mm-hmm. yeah we see him building the falcon we see some an actual shot of uh from one of the camera monitors with uh colin's camera here I like how it's it's labeled um but we see these like these dudes and like they're in some sort of armor and they have like red helmets on or something and they're running down a hallway mm-hmm. they they're not stormtroopers i don't know who these guys are but i'm very intrigued
1: the jedi hunters or whatever
0: I'm gonna guess that these are, well, I I was gonna say like like resistance fighters, but we haven't. I don't know. Maybe they're resistance. Maybe there's some other faction.
1: You know, at some point, I'm sure somebody in the Alliance, Rebel Alliance, said to his his like compatriot during the middle of a battle, "Hey, hey, Chuck, like the stormtroopers all have body armor on. Should we get some of that?"
0: I mean, I always figured that part of that was just because like like the Imperials are better funded. Right. Because right. I mean, like the rebels, they had those like weird little like helmets on mm. to like to de- deflect sparks, which is I also figured that was a reason for those weird flared helmets was to like it's like a fireman's helmet, you know, mm. like keep the sparks from like getting in their collars.
2: Mm.
0: But, yeah. And then further on, we see some very cool shots of Daisy Ridley climbing into this like it's like a f- Falcon cockpit on like a gimbal. Mm-hmm. And she's getting, like, tossed all over the place while two IMAX cameras film her.
2: Yeah.
0: So, and this is definitely, like, at first it looked like it was the, uh, what's it called? The the quad gun? Mm-hmm. But it's not. That's a cockpit. Right, right. Uh, you so can, she's, you can see she's the piloting this shot. thing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what I love about it is you can see that it looks like it has, when they do like, the wider shot of it, like, mm-hmm. it has part of the hallway added to it. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, if that's a, somehow, that's got to be a fun set. Yeah. Yeah. What I wonder, like, is it going to really be effective? Like, is somebody going to try to step down that hallway while the gimbal is moving just to get the I always love those shots. When people have to run through mm-hmm. a jostling ship during a firefight. Like, it really adds to the immediacy of it.
0: Well, and you can see there's like a dude who's like controlling it. Yeah. Um, and like, he's having fun, obviously. And then they actually <laughs> they edited in some sound effects of the Falcon maneuvering just mm-hmm. to like. I like the what they did with the sound effects in this, like adding in this kind of, effect, you know, sounds that we're so familiar with to behind the scenes footage. It, it makes it seem more real.
1: Well, because you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Just like an uh, episode one where they had to eventually tell Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen or you know, whoever. Yeah, stop making the lightsaber noises. Yeah, stop making the noises.
0: Yeah, we see some, some stormtroopers in some sort of forest setting with like all these like burnt rocks and whatnot and like some explosions.
1: Like they probably bombed something, and now they're gonna go and clean up any of the survivors. You get a good I, look at the back of their outfit.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I'm all about stormtroopers getting tossed in the air. I think we talked about that in the last trailer <laughs> yeah. discussion. Uh, but yeah, we see some deeds that stormtroopers on wire getting like blown away. <laughs> There's a cool shot, and this is right, right about where like the Yoda theme kicks in on the uh, the score in the background of this, which I definitely definitely works like the Yoda theme there. Because you get a, a big wide shot of like, it looks like all these like rebel dudes and pilots and whatnot around the Falcon. Mm-hmm. This is out at Greenham Commons, I'm guessing. Uh, you see three P O in front of one of those like light boards with all like the circles on it, like you saw in like the rebel bases.
1: So that would be like the, uh, the battle map or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy that they're still going to that and not like putting some sort of like fancy CGI thing in instead.
1: Well, I mean, you know, we don't, we don't get a lot into the whole, the, like, let's debate the, the independent contractors who build mm-hmm. the devs. So we don't get into that a whole lot we could, but I like that, like, there's not a lot of room for innovation and technology in this universe. Cause it's always like, like mired in battles. Well,
0: in and also, I mean, you, you need to accept the fact that like star Wars technology is, does not work and develop the same as like our technology in our galaxy. Mm. Like it's. It's not, you know, like we don't need to th- for there to suddenly be like, like Star Wars social media or like Star Wars like, uh, like news media, you know, like in the galaxy. Like that's fine if there isn't. We I mean, kind of establish this reality, We I mean, Just right. go with it.
1: But like, you know, same like for Game of Thrones, I don't think that they can devote enough maester, m- like manpower and mind power to like developing penicillin because of the- how fucked mm-hmm. up the situation politically is in that that continent
0: sure sure yeah but yeah i don't know i really love that shot of 3po it's i mean that's old school star wars there
1: it's like uh it's like a muted dried blood red
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. some neat shots of i think that's lawrence kazan and jj like sitting down working on something in like a set for like a hangar bay mm-hmm. um there's actually like steam coming up from some of like the vents in this place like it's a very cool look
1: well i, I- Festive, this green beverage—it's like Gatorade beverage that Daisy Ridley and Jump
0: Favreau are drinking. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, they're out but in the desert. I think you gotta you gotta stay, stay hydrated. Stay
1: hydrated. There's and, Akbar.
0: Yeah, you see shots of the Akbar and Nien Numb like masks or, or whatever those are going to be. And then yeah, we get Leia. Just like hey, everyone, there's Leia. She's she's in that outfit—the that kind of like very workman-like kind of gray jumpsuit with like a black vest over it. Mm-hmm. She's got her hair up looking sassy Look, looks great yeah um she's gonna be the she, uh she looks like she's in charge yeah
1: she's gonna be the the queen of thorns of this movie i pretend mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. see oscar isaac I, I assume this was it looks like he's in the rebel base there he's like being interviewed but yeah it looks like the rebel base is behind them he looks totally different without a beard
2: mm.
1: well he looks different even from uh the shot in uh, the teaser when he's on the mm-hmm. X Because he's, like, I think shaved in that, right? Yeah. Well, he's very pale.
0: I think he, like, gets beat up at some point in the movie. (laughs) He has, like, weird, like, bruises on his face.
1: Presumably, he's going to be the closest we have, like, our Han figure of the new generation.
0: Seemingly, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, like, I feel like you could make an argument for all three of these characters being the new Han, though. Hmm. You know, like, Daisy Ridley, she's, she's, like, a loner. Mm. you know she could say well she's the han she's kind of like a you know doesn't want to get involved type of thing or maybe it's john boyega he's like the everyman um i mean i i, I don't think actually that they're they they wrote them that way like i don't think they're like we need who's our luke who's our han who's our leia i, I think more it's like Po dameron's like the hotshot pilot who's not necessarily han or leia or luke
1: you mean they might have looked for new archetypes whoa. yeah whoa um and there's there's Warwick Davis.
0: Warwick Davis with like the weirdest little like Muppet looking thing next to him.
1: Ionine describes him as Chewbacca meets dark helmet.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like, yeah. I like the the shot of uh Carrie Fisher kind of like just touching JJ J. Abrams. Um I don't know. It's a nice moment. Kinda just like holding his face. Probably He's like JJ, uh... like, J., let me tell you about the time I had a flashback. <laughs> on acid
1: let me tell you about cocaine also mm-hmm. i just captured a fart in my hands and i'm gonna rub it on your face yeah
0: and then we get some more shots and then we get uh, old Han solo there easing himself into the cockpit of the falcons like blue lighting i wonder where this is maybe it's just a night shot like what exactly does a blue lighting signify next to daisy ridley and then john boy in the background there
1: because yeah, they're like sitting down almost in sync side by side in the cockpit
0: i mean it really seems like she's a solo kid but then yeah. then that whole casting thing i just don't know
2: mm.
0: but yeah that that's the real awesome reel it's about three and a half minutes long mm. and i don't know I mean, it's it's like it's full of emotion you know yeah. like you can tell these people really are into making this movie and I mean, I think one of the reasons they talk so much about the practical effects and whatnot is that it's just a lot more interesting than showing green screen right? um, and like, you know, computers and whatnot. And it it feels like Star Wars. Star Wars has always been about like the weird creatures and, you know, clever animatronics and stuff like that.
2: Mm.
0: So that was the real. Let me see. Is there any other details? Uh, we talked about Star killer um yeah, in mean, the panel itself, not not a ton. It's basically like nobody can really say anything um mm. I mean they ask questions like one of the questions was like, are you on the light side or the dark side like as as like you personally, not your character you know and i I think John Boyega What's the last said lie you told? john Boyega said like oh i'm I'm the haunts you know I'd, I'd rather be the Haunts solo and then Daisy Ridley was like oh, I'll be your sidekick, um so read into that what you will. <laughs>
1: Didn't they say that basically like uh they didn't even want to release the teaser when they did? They wanted to wait longer for the whole schedule of I think to start. JJ's
0: probably said that at some point. They said no no the next trailer's not coming until the fall. I kinda wonder will that be the last like one official trailer, not teaser, and that's it. Mm. Like coming Could out be. in like October.
1: I mean, that's that would be typical of other movies, definitely. Two two trailers if that, and and a teaser. I mean, that's pretty good.
0: I mean, I I of course would, would watch any trailer they release, but I wouldn't be opposed to them only doing one more too. You know, I don't want to see too much, but I'm sure in a you know a week or two before it comes out, there's going to be like this blitz of advertising. There'll be like ten million TV spots and all that. But mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I mean, we still heard so so little actual like, dialogue. We don't really know what the story is. We've just been gotten these hints and teases. Apparently a lot of stormtroopers in the movie though. Seen plenty of those dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was the the real and the Comic Con panel. I think it was it kind of like it satisfied the appetite without giving away too much. Right. And we still haven't seen Luke. No, we haven't seen Luke yet. Uh, or yeah, uh, like Andy seen. Serkis, like we don't know what the fuck that dude's doing. Or Max on Sydow.
1: We haven't seen anything from excellent side out.
0: No, we still don't know what the alien that Lupita Nago's is playing is going to look like really.
1: Right. On the message board for this io 9 post, they have like rumored leaked concept art, but doesn't yeah, mean anything.
0: Well, you can kind of see what people think Lupita Nagu's is playing a mask, not a character. You can see a, an alien in the last trailer, like handing the lightsaber to Leia but its its crops so are tight that you can't really like make it out
1: um this leaked photo of the concept art the the species of her alien reminds me of um the people who created the clones what are their names
0: oh the um caminoans
1: yeah the, the caminoans with their big long fucking necks mhm but yeah so just the, seem the, the like best
0: targets is the people, for lightsabers
1: the yeah, messports people are like wow so I guess she's not playing Asaz- Asajj Ventress? Oh, jeez. Yeah, not even Ahsoka. Uh, yeah.
0: So uh, one more thing we should talk about before we go. Um, they made some announcements for a second anthology movie. Han Solo origin movie. That just sounds like a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. It's the guys who did the Lego movie and the 21 Jump Street movies. Uh, was it like Phil Lord or Phil Miller? I don't know. Those dudes people seem to love those guys i i can't really share that like i don't know i i watched like 20 minutes of lego movie and got bored i seen 21 jump street it was like mildly diverting certainly not amazing i've only made it like five minutes into the second one
1: i am much more excited about their joining this franchise than um a lot of the other people who've been signed up for uh spinoff movies
0: I don't know. I, I don't, share, have that, I don't guys, share that enthusiasm. I'm waiting I'm waiting for them to do something that's actually good, and not just like everyone thought it was going to be terrible, and it sort of wasn't.
1: I'd much rather hear their names than like Matthew Vaughn. Or Well, Back- he's not involved. I, I know, but I don't yeah. want to hear that. I mean, yeah. I feel like that. I was always worried that that was going to happen. I'd much rather hear their names than like, remember there was that rumor briefly of like the Zack Snyder, Boba Fett movie.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well so uh those morons who i think he, he used to do latino review he's like started his own thing now uh that guy El Mayimbi, he he tweeted like his big scoop was that colin trevorrow the director of uh jurassic, jurassic world is going to be announced as the director of episode nine uh, that didn't happen uh, i i mean it, it could happen i i remain skeptical of that
2: hmm.
0: I don't know why they would announce that at any time soon anyway. I mean, they're not even shooting that movie for like years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm still kind of surprised that they announced Ryan Johnson as early as they did. You know? Yeah, true. I'm not surprised that they hired him as early as they did. I think that's a brilliant Well, they movie. didn't
0: they didn't actually announce him until like fairly recently, but it was kind of like known for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, Han Solo movie, what do you think? Origin of Han Solo?
1: I am so concerned and and dubious. it just seems
0: like a terrible idea and i've i've yet you know i've I've gone and like read various like you kind know, of like internet reactions to this I've yet to see someone who's like this is a great idea like even the people who are like optimistic are kind of like with with severe caveats mm-hmm. because it's like you you can only fail with this movie. I'm not sure if you can even really succeed. I would hate to be in charge of writing this movie because the only arc you can provide for Han Solo is that like he becomes more cynical. Mm -hmm. You know, like he you don't get to show Han Solo being a hero here because he he isn't that at that point in his character arc yet. Right. Yeah. You know, that's what happens in A New Hope. So what what do you even do with that character?
1: I mean, it doesn't even have the uh, luxurious glamour possible with an Obi-Wan drinking around the galaxy movie. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because I I feel like you could you could get away with doing more with an, an Obi Wan like kind of like adventure that you never knew about Han Solo kind of we know who he is at the beginning of a new hope we see his arc but like how interesting is it really going to be to be like oh and that's how he met Chewie and that's how he got the Falcon like it 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 feels like totally perfunctory
1: yeah I I would much rather see uh, like a uh, an animated like pseudo adaptation of like that scoundrels book
2: mm-hmm.
1: not maybe not that book but like the, that general story <laughs> general line. idea yeah yeah the um, book i felt was kind of a letdown to me
0: yeah the book wasn't great but i mean you, first of all you got to recast han solo which to me is just like a losing proposition like y- you're not going to find another harrison ford so you're already like everyone's gonna have to kind of hold their nose while they watch the movie and just be like okay fine like I, you know, I guess we'll put up with this new person pretending to be Han Solo.
1: So I'm going to throw you the list of names that I found the, immediately when this was announced off of like a, a Yahoo like linked article. Okay. I'm going to save the worst name obviously for last. So Jack O'Connell, Garrett Hedlund. Mean, who
0: the fuck is Jack O'Connell?
1: He's was in that Angelina Jolie movie Unbroken. Broken. It's like a British ah, actor. No, thank you. Um, Garrett Hedlund. Nope. Jamie Dornan. Who? <laughs> Fifty Shades a great guy.
0: Of oh, that guy? Yeah. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> Dylan O'Brien. Who? Maze Runner.
0: That guy? No.
1: Evan, Evan Peters.
0: No, fuck that guy. Zach Efron? No.
1: Uh Mitchell Huisman?
0: Oh, Michelle Huisman. Uh um, Oh, is that a uh, new Dario? Yeah, it's Dario. He's too old.
1: Okay. Taron Egerton, which we've heard before.
0: No. No, I'm sorry. Just side note, Kingsman the movie. If you actually think that's a good movie, examine that. That movie's like, it's made for like 14 year old boys. It's so fucking dumb.
1: Ugh. Nicholas Holt. No. And the cherry on top of this shit casserole.
0: Sam Worthington. Nope. Jai Courtney. No. Who?
1: Miles Teller. Oh. <laughs>
0: that one is just for you. Yeah. No, no. I mean, this is part of the problem with the Hollywood has is that they, there's a dearth of like young, good male actors. Um, who the fuck who are you going to cast like who's your new han solo like like Harrison Ford's don't they're not a dime a dozen right um a lot of people are hyping the the dude from kingsman Taron edgerton uh there's also the guy who like he plays a young harrison ford in that age of adelaide movie yeah i was just
1: looking up his name i don't remember his name yeah which
0: it, but... i'm sorry just playing a young harrison ford in some movie that nobody watched it's not really that you know that's not going to get you the role of young han solo like doing a harrison ford impression
1: i just want to see this picture here
0: i i've seen it it's it's not like he really looks that much like harrison ford but i mean already in this movie like no matter who you cast everyone's kind of be like and then he somehow has to be a han solo but not totally the han we remember because he's not really like heroic han at this point he's you just got to be like the kind of cynical Han. He's only out for himself.
1: So this is, this is classic. I, I did my, my internet Google image search, found lots of photos of him, photos that I'm assuming are from the age of Adeline of him playing, you know, he's like doing the lopsided grin. Mm-hmm. There's the Photoshop, like poster for the movie called solo with this guy's picture on it. Mm-hmm. There's where they Photoshopped his head onto like the Harrison Ford's and the vest and the shirt yeah, with yeah. Chewbacca. Uh there's the one where they did the this, this side by side merge where it's young Harrison Ford on the side and it merges into this guy's face on the other side. Yeah. And then randomly there's just a photo of uh Harrison Ford as on like doing the classic pose, the one hand back and the other hand holding the blaster pistol out. Mm-hmm. But it's got Shia LaBeouf's head on it. Oh
0: God. Oh, that's horrible. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh,
1: then there's, you know, of course the picture of like, uh, Chris Pratt, like CGI'd onto like Indiana Jones's head. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just because you're rumored to play Han Solo, internet, like, doesn't mean you can't also CGI a lightsaber into his hand. Get creative.
0: <laughs> it just seems like there's. Like, what is your best case scenario for the Han Solo movie?
1: Yeah, really. I, you know, so the Further Adventures of Han Solo is an idea that fascinates me. It's not an idea that I necessarily need to see, like, born cinematic. Well,
0: to me, this is. This is where, like, books and video games are your friend. You know, like, you you can expand and people can kind of, like, they can mentally cast young Harrison Ford when they're, like, reading about something or they're playing a video game and Mm -hmm. they they don't have that kind of break where it's, like, some new asshole pretending to be Han Solo.
1: This is the Clone Wars thing all over again. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you get so much more bang for your buck by successfully suggesting further adventures and stories that you can imagine easily mm-hmm. and then with, not ruining them with like that realized on film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do we really need to see like how Han met Chewie and, and how yeah? like, do we, do we need to see him make the Kessel run?
1: Mm-hmm. Do we need to see the poker game or whatever?
0: Oh, the where he wins, uh, in, in sabuk where he wins the falcon from lando i mean i, I would presume if they're going to do a young han solo movie they need a young lando
2: oh,
1: or a young grando, grando young
0: grando yeah i don't know i just i don't i don't get the point of these anthologies i really don't it's like they know they have this huge property and they're like well marvel has these like you know main movies and then like the individual character movies we want to do these side movies too but it's to me they have yet to like Offer up an idea for one of these side movies that's like worth making a movie about.
1: Oh, well, and also like in the history of these things, not that that really matters. The Avengers came after all yeah. of those those individual movies. Well,
0: it's it, what's really weird is that they're they're about to like embark on like this new episode seven, eight, and nine trilogy, but then they're like, oh, here's these side movies that happened before episode four. Yeah, it's like why, why, why are you filling in this? area like we don't need we've had so many fucking like books and and, you know you know they had the prequels all these books There's video games like we don't need any more from this era
1: what we need is to see Bruce Wayne's parents get killed yet again
0: yeah oh my god that trailer I mean I don't know do you want to talk briefly about that Batman versus Superman I'm
1: in danger of not knowing why he's haunted
0: (laughs) that trailer that movie looks like it's going Batman's to be such a mess i
1: know my own origin come on
0: that movie's gonna be like three hours long and it's gonna be nothing but plot and it's, it's like oh god it looks so terrible it looks so incredibly bad it's like you have a batman origin movie and then like batman somehow gets a family and like killed by the joker and, and then there's like batman was there during man of steel and like had his like 9-11 moment and then there's Lex Luthor and like Superman has his own weird army and he's like still trying like there's still these like plot lines of like who Superman is in the world, even though I thought that's what Man of Steel was about. Like we're just revisiting that same arc again. And Superman's mom is like just like, you know, fuck everyone. You don't owe them anything. Older, yeah. And then somehow Wonder Woman and Aquaman are going to be in this. That Whoa, movie. So Ugh.
1: half of the movie is trying to justify the shittiness of the first one.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Well, it's it's funny whenever I see reactions from people who aren't comic fans. There's like Batman versus Superman. That's fucking dumb. The fight would be over in ten minutes or less, or ten seconds, really.
1: Well, I wonder if this will be one of those things that really need like uh, two hours and twenty five minutes setting us up. Well, you, you know they're like, gonna they're, fight. they're
0: gonna fight a few times. And they're gonna realize that, like Lex 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 is behind us all. Now let's team up and fight him. And. You know, anytime you can work like a Senate hearing into yeah. a movie.
1: I think really the uh, the villain is the wig that Jesse Eisenberg is wearing. That's
2: he, I do not
0: to. get a Lex Luthor vibe from Jesse Eisenberg. I get a Jesse Eisenberg vibe. Yeah. yeah. And, and oh, the no, less...
1: Mark Zuckerberg is trying to manipulate this situation.
0: Yeah. The, the less said about the uh, Suicide Squad trailer, the better. Yeah. But yeah. Comic-Con in general, kind of horrible, but at least we got the Star Wars reel. Now I just don't know what the hell they're doing with these spin-off movies. I mean, people will go see them, but I don't know. If I were running things, I'd, do, I'd be doing things a lot differently with those.
2: Hmm.
0: And there's still like rumors that they want to get a Boba Fett movie going, too. Yeah.
1: I guess I'd rather see the Han movie than the Boba Fett movie. I would think the Boba Fett movie would, would provide you with more opportunities.
0: It just seems so weird to be moving forward in your story chronologically, but then, like, you keep jumping back yeah. for, for these, like, just random one-offs. And, I mean, like, what are they going to, like, I don't understand the point of a Han Solo movie because you're you're having to recast Han Solo, but you're only doing it, like, one time unless you're going to make, like, sequels to the Han Solo backstory which just starts to get really weird. Mm -hmm. And then you start to kind of like trample on the, the actual episodes at a certain point.
1: Is it one of those things where they have like 500 colons in the title too? Like, Oh, it's going to be Star Wars anthology.
0: You know, Han Solo. yeah. Yeah. Star
1: Wars, Han Solo, the castle run two, the next day.
0: Yeah. Anyway, excited about the force awakens. Not so much about the spinoffs that they're making for some reason,
1: but uh, what else is new?
0: Yeah, at least at least it's not Batman versus Superman. Or what would be like the Star Wars equivalent of uh, seeing like Bruce Wayne's parents get killed? I don't know if there is one.
1: Uh, <laughs> watching uh, Uncle Owen and Baruch get burned again.
0: What would be like if you saw that in every single Star Wars movie? You're like, <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. Oh, your parents got shot! Wow,
1: yeah. I mean, like,
2: if ever there's... there
0: was a time when they could like gloss over the Batman origin, I would think it would be this movie. Yeah, but no.
1: Oh, no, especially as they're setting up that he's been in Gotham operating for twenty years as Batman.
0: Like, why, why did they bother going and shooting the the parents getting shot? Like, it just seems so dumb. Like, everybody knows the origin of Batman.
1: Like I said, I know it better than I know, like,
0: stories from my own youth. Yeah, and it, I mean, you you just did a whole Batman trilogy anyway. Like, I don't think people forgot. Like, if ever there is a time when, you know, it's like this new Spider-Man movie. They're probably going to gloss over his origin, and that's probably a good idea. Like, we God, don't I need to see so. Uncle Ben die again.
1: But who did they cast as, uh, was it Marissa Tomei as Aunt May? <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Well, I was—I was—is was Aunt
0: May supposed to give you a boner?
1: Uh, I was reading something where it was like it was a shame because it was like uh, Mark Ruffalo is like forty-seven, and he's a superhero, and Robert Downey Jr. is fifty and he's a superhero. Marissa mm-hmm. Tomei is, you know, around the same age. And she's Aunt May.
0: Yeah. Now we all feel old. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've uh, ran out of things to discuss. Mm-hmm. It may be a little while before we get more. I mean, I know in September, like all the merchandise comes out but uh i think d23 is next month in august maybe they'll have a trailer there i doubt it though i don't think we're gonna get a trailer till like it's October. a song
1: it's a girl yeah some kind of convention i presume
0: gold falafel all right um, we'll be back yeah i when guess we'll we could back?
1: always we could always come back with uh, more obi-wan drinking stories
0: definitely definitely always yeah. may the force be with you
2: always